Uh, hello, breeders, and welcome to this podcast. My name's uh, Tom Riley, and I'm the Chief Executive of Thoroughbred Breeders Australia. Uh, and I'm joined today by TBA's Treasurer, Adam Timms. Uh, for those of you who don't know Adam, he's the honor- honorary Treasurer of TBA and Oswalds, uh, which means he does a huge amount of work for the industry, and he does it all uh, for free. Uh, welcome, Adam. G'day, Tom. Well, great to have you on. Uh, it's obviously an uncertain time at the moment for the whole world coming to terms with the impacts of coronavirus. Uh, first and foremost, it's a huge health challenge but of course it's also having a huge impact on businesses uh, especially those or you know perhaps not especially but certainly those in the in the bloodstock and the breeding industry are, are been affected as well uh, given the government's had a number of announcements in the last week or two i thought it'd be great to have you on uh you have an accountancy business stable financial that is uh, uh solely focused on the thoroughbred industry and i thought you might just be able to share some generalized advice and give your insight onto some of those packages uh, that have been put out there. Brilliant. And, and thanks for the opportunity, Tom. And uh, I'd like to say hello to all the listeners and wishing you all the very best during these, these challenging times. Yeah, we've been uh, extremely busy at Stable Financial. Our fantastic team are working hard to assist uh, clients who are mainly breeders. And I think a lot of these announcements, uh, what is it, 130 billion or 16% of GDP, quite sobering when you think about it. Uh, There's a lot to get your head around. So uh, look, I thought probably the best starting point is employment, obviously a very labour intensive industry. And um, many of your listeners would have heard of the JobKeeper announcement. Um, Yeah, this is a temporary measure. and it's, it's designed to um, make, well, assist employers with that decision. Do we keep staff or, or can we afford to or not? Um, effectively, what this is, is a subsidy of $1,500 per fortnight, uh, as I say, for a six-month period. Um, it, it starts 30th of March, but importantly, the, the funds don't start flowing from the government until... May, so there's a, it's in arrears by one month. So um, employers need to be very mindful that they need to fund or have the ability to fund that that uh, that month period. Um, Adam, and because of that, because it's going to be in arrears, does that mean there's less of a rush to sign up for that for that program? Yeah, actually, the applications are not yet open. I think there's been a little bit of misunderstanding. Uh, out there that there is the ability to contact uh, this this initiative and most of these initiatives are administered through existing existing systems through the ATO. So there is the ability to register an interest or an intention to participate in this, uh, but we're actually recommending to our clients to, to hang fire because the prerequisite for this is that you can demonstrate that your business... Uh, has has had a slump, it's probably the right word, a slump in revenue of at least 30%. So the mechanics of how that is is, is proven uh, or, or what the ATO and government are going to look at to, to show that there has been a 30% reduction in revenue uh, still is to be determined. We, we expect further announcements soon on that. Um, now, that's yeah. going to be kind of crucial for farms, isn't it? Because... Um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we've got the Easter sale coming up um, and, you know, 
unfortunately, you know, there's every likelihood that that sale will be down. So, so it'll be really interesting to see if the government allow you to look at sort of year-on-year earnings from that period, um, or whether uh, it's almost sort of month by month. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I, I think um, if you consider, say, the March quarter, I think the BAS is probably the logical place to, to assess in terms of integrity of the system, uh, that versus the corresponding period uh, 12 months ago. But if you look at the March quarter, a lot of breeders, a lot of businesses have been through the Magic Millions. Melbourne Premier Sale is in that quarter. For many, I think there would not be a drop of 30%, arguably, uh, which is not to say that you won't be eligible for this in due course. It might be April, it might be May, but but it might not be right now. So, again, you need to, I think, uh, working with your accountant and just see at what point in time might I be eligible. Uh, I dare say the Easter sale, of course, is, is coming up. Uh, let's hope it, it, it is strong enough, but it, it could be that April month that is the month that is is really uh, down compared to the corresponding April the year before. But a real a real disclaimer there for me because we we do need more information, Tom, to see to see the mechanics of how we compare year on year that thirty percent calculation. And can you just talk us through the other measures the government have put in place relating to employment? Yeah, sure. Uh, Look, in addition to that JobKeeper, uh, and one that was announced a little while back, is this tax-free cash flow support for, for employers. Uh, look, it's in two tranches, and it's effective from January 2020 through to September 2020. And what, what it is is that um, the government will uh, basically cover a maximum of 100 grand, but a minimum of $20,000 for uh, to support your wage payments. And... and the good, the good part about this initiative is that your listeners, are, if breeders don't need to do anything with this one other than lodge a bass. So this will be administered through the tax system. The first uh, period of time will be the March bass. That will be the, the most, uh, the first one, which is due uh, sort of the end of April. It will, will start being calculated. But that will be an automatic credit that will sit on your, your account with the tax office. So... The thing there is it's probably important when you're doing cash flow projections to allow for it. Um, and, and really, most of our breeders will be entitled to that if they're employing staff. The, the turnover threshold is $50 million, so I think that covers most. Yeah, uh, and important to say, it's a credit that sits there rather than, rather than money flowing back to you for, for, for what you've already put in. Yeah, well, say, say you had a, a business activity statement that would ordinarily have at least, a, say, GST that you've collected. Uh, just for ease of numbers, you owe $20,000 in GST. Your pay-as-you-go withholding, so the tax that you're paying on behalf of your, your staff, say, was another, a further $20,000. You've got a total payment of $40,000 normally. Uh, what would happen in this instance is that the BAS would be lodged, the $20,000 credit would be applied, and you'd end up paying the tax office $20,000 rather than the $40,000 that you ordinarily would. Um, again, remembering that it's in two tranches. Uh, there's a maximum of $50,000 up to 30 June 2020, and then there's a further uh, $50,000 maximum for the, the period out to September 2020. Okay. Um, and there's also been some, some news for those farms that, um, that have trainees on their books. Yes, Tom. Look, uh, the wage subsidy of 50%, and, and this again, might be beneficial to employers or our breeders. 
Uh, it's relevant, though, for businesses that have 20 or less employees. So, again, would cover most of our breeders, but the bigger ones won't be eligible. Uh, the wage subsidy, as I said, is 50% for a nine-month period. Um, in fact, today, which is the 2nd of April, uh, will be the commencement of applying for that. Um, with, with this apprentice and, and trainee uh, wage subsidy, it's administered through the um, Australian, let me get it here, Apprentice Support Network. Um, and again, it's also for staff that were on the books at, as at 1 March 2020. And just quickly, employers, the maximum here is uh, $21,000 per apprentice or trainee, or in other words, $7,000 per quarter. Well, certainly very good news for a lot of the farms who've taken on uh, Fast Track yes. uh, trainees through the, through the TBA program. And I think some of them are already uh, getting ready to getting ready to uh, register for that. Yes. And does that take care of the employment side? Oh, look, federally, yes. Uh, I, I think, uh, and that's in respect to breeders. I did want to mention just briefly that there are a number of state-based employment uh, support initiatives. Um, I might just quickly mention the Victorian one. It's to do mainly with payroll tax. So the Victorian government um, have decided that they will refund all payroll tax that has been paid by employers uh, who have wages of between $650,000 and $3 million per annum. Uh, any payroll tax that's been paid since 1 July 2018 to date will be refunded. And in addition, the, those, those uh, particular employers will not be expected to pay payroll tax again uh, this calendar year. So um, basically it frees on payroll tax. For employers uh, that have uh, a wage bill annually of less than 650, there is the opportunity to to apply for a government grant of $10,000. So again, if you're an employer with an ABN, of course, uh, there's there's an application process to the Victorian government to to obtain a $10,000 grant. Every little bit helps, Tom. And um, I think uh, I'm not wanting to just uh, sell here, but I think it would be advisable to in involve your accountant in that sort of a process. Yeah, definitely. Um, just in terms of what sort of advice are you giving your clients around cash flow? This is the number one area, uh, and most people have been working on it for some time. I think a lot of people are just wanting that extra wriggle room, and there are a few options. Um, the, the banks, obviously, um, we're finding some good feedback. The banks are, uh, are very willing to, to help. Um, the, the government, as part of their, their stimulus package, announced uh, a program that's known as the Coronavirus SME Guarantee Scheme. Uh, that's a $40 billion program whereby the government are underwriting small business loans. So, look, it's not easy to get a loan, we've found, in the, probably in the recent uh, climate, but what this does is provide, um, in the next six-month period, to apply for a loan to the maximum of $250,000 that is unsecured, that is for a three-year term, with the first six months being uh, a pause on repayments, so no repayments within the first six months. Look, that might be attractive for certain uh, breeders out there. Again, you would need to talk to your banks. Uh, I just preface it all by saying uh, 
the cash position is something that you really do need to get your heads around, not just for the next six months, but, but beyond. We want to be able to bounce at the end rather than uh, leap. So sure enough, you might have access to a, to a loan on favourable terms, but um, you really do want to make sure that you can afford to repay it because it will need to be repaid at some point. Um, similarly, the ATO we've found have been very, very supportive. Uh, didn't think I would ever say that, but they are. Um, uh, they're offering up to nine-month deferrals of payments of activity statements, uh, even things like income tax and FBT, which uh, the year ended 31 March. It's due sort of in May. So, so said before, all these little bits help. An interesting one with the tax office is when you're doing your March BAST, um, Many of your listeners would, would know that um, there's a, a pay-as-you-go instalment that, that is payable normally each quarter or could be indeed monthly. Now, um, if you get to March and your business, unfortunately, is not going as well due to the coronavirus or for any reason, and your profit this year, 2020 year-end, is not going to be as high as the year before, you have an opportunity to... Yeah, have an instalment that could be, be zero for that quarter. But importantly, you can look back at what you paid in the September and December quarters and request a refund of those amounts. Um, normally those refunds, if you like, would, would fall out when you lodge your tax return, which could be in 12 months' time. But um, again, it's important to work with your accountant because if you know what your tax position is looking like this financial year, there could be an opportunity from a cash flow perspective to request a refund of those pay-as-you-go instalments in the quarters of September and December, for example. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And for those businesses that are potentially in a, uh, a position where they uh, can invest, um, there's, been, there's been some measures put in place to encourage the capital expenditure, hasn't there? Yeah, there has. And, Tom, I, I think... It's similar to this idea of you, you're needing to know not just your cash position but what your tax position might be because those investment uh, initiatives announced by the government are really only beneficial if you've got profit. So I'll just uh, quickly run through the instant asset write-off. Um, many people will not be aware. This is where you can write off the the full investment in a plant and equipment or a depreci- we call it a depreciable asset in one hit, 100%. The threshold used to be $30,000, has now been uplifted to $150,000 per asset, and that could be a new or used asset. Um, The thing with that one is you need to act pretty quickly. It needs to be in place by 30 June 2020, uh, and it's available to businesses with turnovers up to $500 So, look, um, a nice little deduction if if required. Can I just put a question here that I think maybe a lot of people will be thinking? Uh, Can I use that? That, that sort of 150,000 window of opportunity to, to purchase the broodmare or maybe a filly at the, um, at the upcoming Easter sale? Good question. Very good question. Now, um, for breeders, I would say no, sadly. But um, the way we treat livestock, uh, sorry, uh, 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 bloodstock is, is, yeah, as live, livestock or trading stock. So it's part of a primary production business. Uh, and there are special write downs for that stock, but this this isn't in, this is not relevant for that. Uh, this is for, if you like, plant and equipment. I, I think it's relevant for horse trainers and syndicators that 
maintain or, or keep a share in a horse. It's different for them. They treat it as a depreciable plant, uh, but not for breeders, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's good to clear that up. Yes. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, but look, I, I think the, the main takeout here, Tom, or something to remind everyone is these initiatives are designed to utilise existing systems. And as I said, for, for instance, the tax system, uh, the BAS system, and it's very important for breeders or, or taxpayers to have their BASs up to date, to be part of the single-touch payroll system, which most people should and should be aware of and, and actually uh, be using, um, and, and just be up to date with your superannuation payments, etc. because if, if you are finding that you're eligible for these, uh, these support packages, I dare say that you will need to have your your tax obligations up to date. Important yeah. one to remember. Um, and and just again, the the design of all this is that people work with each other. Um, banks, ATO, employers, employees, landlords. Um, I mean, I'll just give you a quick example. TVV, um, our board's meeting quite regularly, and we yesterday uh, we've been talking with Racing Victoria and. Um, uh, it was announced that the Super Vobus uh, payment that's normally due in April has been pushed back to July. Look, it's it's only three months, but every bit helps in terms of cash flow uh, and, and people being able to find that wriggle room and, and hopefully allow them to get through this period into the future where we can bounce back and um, yeah. Yeah. bounce back again. I, I, I just want to make... I know there's something you want to make clear. You've already referenced it once during our chat is that, um, you know, I'm sure you'll be encouraging people to speak to their own account and everything we've talked about really is generalised, uh, you know, and people should seek their own advice. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The, each circumstance is very different, as we know. I mean, different sized businesses, uh, businesses of all different natures and circumstances. So uh, one, one size doesn't fit, fit all, but... Um, what, what everyone should be doing if they're not already is really just uh, getting to know their cash position and getting to know what they can do to to help things uh, in the short to, to medium term. And that might be a matter of talking with your debtors, people that owe you money. It might be a matter of talking to, I dare say, the sales companies who my feedback is have been fantastic already through this process um, and really just leaning on those the goodwill that we've developed over the years with the relationships that we've developed in this great industry and uh, just sort of all try and help each other as much as we can to, to uh, get through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, one thing I just want to say in terms of, you know, TBA has been in a lot of contact with, with federal and state governments and, um, you know, there has been a huge amount of stimulus put into the economy. The feedback I'm getting from, from the federal government is that, you know, this is, is, is not the end of it. Adam, one, one point I think it's, uh, it's kind of interesting to make clear and certainly the feedback I'm getting from politicians uh, and the departments in Canberra is around stimulus spending. Um, there's obviously been a huge amount pushed out so far, um, but the feedback I'm getting is uh, that there's going to be more to come down the line. Uh, and you touched on GDP earlier on. Uh, it's worth noting that before this, this crisis started, Australia's debt to GDP ratio, so the debt of uh, the, the debt the government, federal government are carrying compared to the overall size of the economy, was about 42%. Uh, 
Um, so that leaves us, it sounds like a lot, but it actually leaves us well positioned because, you know, countries like Japan are almost at 240% of GDP. You know, USA is, uh, I think, uh, 108% before this crisis started. UK up high 80s. So, so of, all, of all the economies in the Western world, the Australian government is pretty well placed to be able to continue to borrow money, borrow that money very cheaply, and then push that back into the economy. So I think that, you know, uh, hopefully once we've, you know, flattened the curve, once uh, we have a sense that we're coming out of this crisis, I think there'll be uh, more money uh, pushed into the economy um, by the federal government. No, great. I know that. I know you're doing a heap of work, Tom, um, and uh, a lot of it goes un- unseen. But um, we're a lot of people are putting in some big yards trying to to help each other get through this. So, um, okay. No, well done. Thank you. And look, thank you so much for your time. Um, to those uh, to those still listening, I hope you found it uh, inform- <laughs> informative. Um, you know, it's not the most exciting topic, Tom. Yeah, well, but look, you know, it's 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 a really important one, especially at this time. Um, and look, we hope you found uh, the way we're we're putting this information out for a podcast uh, useful to you as well and and easily uh, easy to use. So, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thanks, mate. And all the best to all uh, the breeders out there. We're we're thinking of everyone. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you.